Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. Welcome to another episode of Progress Report. My name is Ivan Kana, my lovely co-host, Glenniva Hodge, and we have with us the man of the hour. We inca- what, what, what should we call you? What do they know you as? Delano Chippy. 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 <laughs> said Chippy. Before we go into any anything sports related, can you tell us where that nickname came from? Yeah. Um... <laughs> So there's this guy in Blowing Point that uh-huh. shoots fish and for he used to shoot fish for a living. Uh-huh. And he was known for going to the beach in his brief. Uh-huh. And when I was younger, about about eight, nine years old, uh-huh. I went to a picnic and I did I didn't really wanna I wasn't supposed to go to the in the sea. But uh-huh. I figured if I go on my brief nobody and I put my best clothes on then nobody would know. Uh-huh. So I went on my brief and in the water all day uh-huh. came out. I think it was Rossi from Blowing Point. He was like, Bah he looked like chippy, here and in Blowing Point, if you get a nickname and you don't like it, it sticks. I was pissed. I was vexed. I was like, anything. and then like they wouldn't stop, and then the name just grew on me, and that was it from there. So, so it, it has nothing to do with your cricket skills. No, but yeah. then people started tying that in with chipping on the wicket. In the yeah, that's why. That's why. I, I was like, hey, if that's how you feel, then that's fine. So in other words, you were just a superhero in your brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's why it was. That's yeah. why it was. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a story. There's tons of stories where sports. Is concerned yep. in Anguilla. Yep. And we're going to touch on some of those things today. Where should we start, Glenniva? I'll let you guys start today. I mean, this is your domain. This is my domain. I am going to sit back, I am going to learn, and right. I'll pitch in. I'll pitch in when, anywhere. All right. So, the role as director of sports. Mm-hmm. You and I had a conversation. I don't think Anguilla was privy to this conversation. Yeah. And then one of the things about the conversation, we spoke about your love, your passion, mm-hmm. what you've put in um, to equip yourself educationally and on the social side, and even being an athlete mm-hmm. would be rewarded. Mm-hmm. We had that conversation by the barber. We were barber Shop Talk. Barber Shop Talk. See, this is, uh, y'all already leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> barber Shop Talk. And then in a matter of weeks or months, maybe close to months, about, a, about, about a month. 68 weeks. 68 yeah. weeks. Bam, there it is. Yep. Now, for me, this this wasn't something that I, I just saw that it couldn't be denied. I, mm-hmm. I didn't see it happening or uh, prolonging. Not to say that who was in the post was was not fit to be there, wasn't doing a good job. Mm-hmm. But we have developed homegrown talent mm-hmm. and expertise, mm-hmm. and I couldn't see it not happening. So how has it been for you in the role and then, what's your immediate vision and outlook and passions and where we're going with sports is concerned? Well, for me, um, after I came back from university and I started working in a department, um, I always envisioned myself one day being the leader. Um, Perfect. Sports is something there. that I, 
I knew all my life, from uh-huh. cricket, football, basketball, uh-huh. what have you. And I always wanted to be involved, whether it's community-wise, whatever the situation is. Um, when I started, um, Wilma Proctor was the director at the time. She uh-huh. left in Rollins, assume, acting the acting role. Uh-huh. He was there for a couple years. So, And then after Rollins, uh, Andrew, Mr. Andre Collins, he came uh-huh. in too. All three had different things about them uh-huh. that I thought was very good. Uh-huh. And so I try to emulate from each of them what I would like to do going forward. Right. I could take a bit of Rollins' personality, a bit of Andre's work ethic, uh-huh. real mind, try to put it into one dish, mix it up, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah, if you want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> that. And um, for me, it worked, it worked pretty good. Um, uh-huh. I gained some experience from everybody. Um, I also have a lot of conversation outside the work the work um, space. Uh-huh. People give me ideas and nothing I do uh, per se is new. Right. Um, a lot of the things I would probably try to tweak here uh-huh. and there, but I'm, I'm not trying to invent, reinvent the wheel. Uh-huh. Um, but my passion for sports has always been there. That's, Nobody can deny that. Right. And the love that I have, being an athlete, knowing growing up what I, what I wanted as an athlete, that probably weren't there. Uh-huh. Now as an administrator, I would try to meet the needs of the athletes as far as I can, I can meet Three them. things you wanted as an athlete that wasn't there? One, better facilities. Nice. I mean, I mean that has been, that has been the, the, the talk for the past 15, 20 years. Um, when you look at the athletes that we've been producing over the last couple of years, um, based on, on what we have in facility-wise and how much support we can support our athletes, but we still manage to produce world-class athletes. Right. Um, so just imagine from grassroots stage, maybe if we have more facilities, better coaching, more equipped stuff, then what 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 can really happen for us? Um, when it comes to when it comes to facilities, though, we don't want to just sit down and say uh, we don't have the facilities, so we don't we're not gonna perform. Right. We want to show the people that. With this, this is what we're doing, and we're hoping that going down the line, we get more support, whether it's locally or whether it's from the UK or whoever. So we've produced a number of athletes that would have competed for the United Kingdom and uh, Mm -hmm. and the Union Jack, Mm -hmm. as opposed Mm -hmm. to the Angola flag. Mm -hmm. But in the same token, we have a lot of people now, a lot of athletes traveling and competing under the Angola flag. Mm -hmm. You see the guys just left for volleyball, we've done basketball tournaments, we've mm-hmm. done Carifta games, Commonwealth games. We just had the Caribbean, was it the Caribbean, Caribbean games? games? Caribbean the f- games. The first, was that the first ever Caribbean no, games? No, it's not okay. the first. Was that the first time you competed? Uh, no, but it's the well, first, first time I've had a swimmer. That's, that's uh-huh. cool. And, and that guy who was swimming, uh, uh-huh. Mitch Lakeson, uh-huh. he's, he's very talented. He, ha- he definitely has something in him. So we probably got Michael Phelps somewhere here. Maybe. You know how wait, stop. Put up this is always happening. <laughs> With all the water we have around here. Yeah, yeah. Sandy Ground, the Cove, Island Harbor, Weston, Rendezvous, Meads Bay. How come we don't have much more children involved in athletics, swimming? Like I it, listen, he got this young fella. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his dad's name. He used to drive no fear. This boy like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he yeah. could swim. Yeah, yeah. No, he could swim, swim. Like, he's fast. Like, he's really, really, really fast. Yeah, so right now, what we had before, we just had kids swimming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But right now, we have coaches that actually teach him proper techniques. And because oh. and, you can swim fast, but when you got to do backstroke, 
breaststroke, you know, yeah. kind of things. It's technical and stuff. Right. So it ain't just about jumping in the water, boom, 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 and try to swim right. fast. So we now have coaches that delivering programs to kids from a young age, Everett right. Claxton, um, what's his name from the family, Richard Stevens. Yes. You see a lot of stuff about him on Facebook yeah. right now, trying yes. to push and get, yes. um, get kids involved and get people to support what he's doing. So hopefully in the future we have more than, than, than one swimmer. So you foresee us at some point having an Olympic swimmer from Angola? It's not. It's not impossible. But I like where you've gone with that uh-huh. because in order to have an Olympic swimmer, we must have an Olympic team, right? And so, so, <laughs> why, so my question, and this we is can have an Olympic swimmer from Angola, but not representing Angola. I so, guess that's what's in that. Yes. Yeah, so I, I want to know what would it take for Angola to have its own Olympic team? You know, we have had Olympians. We've oh. had Angolian Olympians. All. Um, participating under the United Kingdom flag. We've had Zanel Hughes, we've had Shara Proctor. What would it take for Anguilla to have its own Olympic team? Uh, a few years back, uh, there was a, a small window for, not a few years back, a long time before my time, there was a small window where islands were able to, to join the Olympic, the Olympic uh, as an Olympic uh, country. Mm-hmm. But there was a requirement that you had to have a certain amount of registered sports and mm-hmm. at the time we didn't and that was an opportunity there for us to actually be a part of a, the, uh, the Olympic makeup but since then it, you know, the opportunity hasn't presented itself so that is something that we could probably look at again mm-hmm. but um, in terms of our athletes and support right now the easiest path is to represent the Great Britain in terms of um, sponsorships, scholarships, and all that sort of stuff. Because we just can't, we, we can't sustain the athletes at the moment. At the moment. I love right. the fact that you said that at the moment. Um, do you foresee us getting to, and I'm not comparing us to our neighbors and our other um, OTs, um, I think Tatola BVI has shot put their own Olympic. They have, like, what sports do you want to see happening here in Angola? Outside of the track and field, the basketball, the cycling, the Basketball, the volleyball, the soccer, football, we don't, uh, the soccer we don't play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> like, what sports do you see we have a, 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 a potential to develop? You know, um, nobody in the Caribbean plays American football, right? Um, people do it like flag football for fun. Mm-hmm. But when I went to university, he had coaches asking why the Caribbean don't think about starting American football because our natural makeup and body composition and stuff, it speaks to football. Yeah. American mm-hmm. football, that is. Um, baseball, too. Baseball as well. So, I, I we, we pay attention to the swimming, the basketball, football, but I think there's a niche in that area that I, that I would like to see us explore. I think there's a great niche in, in baseball. Here's, here's why. I step into the barber with my son. Your barber shop talking mm-hmm. And after the barber See, cut... You guys, you guys are the enemy of this conversation today. <laughs> you come in, you come in <laughs> eyebrows. You come in, no. See, you know how I feel about... He laughing. <laughs> like, we... So, sidebar. Like, every woman that I meet in the barber shop, I just look at them and ask them, so why are you here? Eyebrows. I, eyebrows. I was like, so you really don't think that you are encroaching on a man's... Like, a barber shop is sacred space. I don't know if See, you know. We 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 gonna put it, we gonna take that, uh-huh. then you put aside, uh-huh. and then we gonna just leave it, and we gonna go back. Okay, 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 good. okay. Back to the sneakers. <laughs> so after the barber cut, my son here. You now my son, he hasn't had his growth spot yet, but he's been consistent. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. 
EJ is going to be 14 in November, and EJ is 59510. Mm. So, Baba was telling me if EJ wasn't Santo Domingo, the government would have paid me to yeah, protect him. Well, right? Put a baseball bat in the hand. Yeah, see if he could pitch in that type of thing. Yeah. Now, I know Nice has her, her baseball thing. And there she's been, she's been really pushing. She's been really pushing, and they're about yes. to travel possibly to the Babe Ruth Classic. What thing. happened is uh, she, she actually left. But we, we end up in a situation where she's she's the only person from here that, that gone. Uh-huh. She's attending a, a regional meeting uh-huh. for baseball. So she's come back, and I guess we get a brief on how that went. But on uh, the team that was actually supposed to go, really, they had already arranged uniforms and all that sort of stuff. Right. But it was a situation where, um, when it comes to funding, I will, uh, they were getting the funding from one of the, the hotels on mm-hmm. the island, but... Something fell through and that mm-hmm. didn't happen or whatever the case. And then given the budget that we have right now, it was a little tight okay. to send the team from our end. Okay. But um, it's an opportunity that's open to us whenever they have that tournament again. Yes. So we'll keep our eyes out for that. Because we have a lot of Spanish-speaking children here that play baseball and are really and good. And play really good. Yeah. Really, really, because, really because, good. Because baseball is second nature in a dumb rep. If, if you look at um, even baseball in the major leagues in the U.S., uh-huh. It is made up of yep. majority no persons no coming out of the Dom Rep, and yeah. I know that that for them is a way out. A way out. And I, I, what I like about that is that we can see where sports mm-hmm. can be a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of times, I, I think it's changing in the perception of sports we needed to as, a, as a viable career path. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, we've seen the attitude towards that change because a lot of times it was like, you know, well, that's not going to take you anywhere. Yeah. You need to stick with something more traditional. Yeah, but there are persons. But there are persons. There are persons in countries that recognize uh-huh. that sports can elevate you. I wanted to go back just a little bit to the conversation about American football mm-hmm. and. As a region in Caribbean, people are hesitancy towards um, that particular sport. And I wonder if, and I'm, I'm thinking right now as a parent, mm. um, you know, Amer- um, American football is really associated with a lot of concussions and Injuries. long-term brain damage. And you know Caribbean people? Many Are you going to mash up your head? And I know you're about to tell me that the payoff is worth it. No, I okay. got to tell you that. <laughs> My problem with American football, nobody hitting me that hard and fight don't start. I don't care what I wear. <laughs> I don't listen. Watch and, and, and that's another Caribbean, that's another Caribbean thing. Yeah, you ain't hitting me that hard. You you are not hitting me that hard. And right. if I don't start, I better have playing hockey. Right. But but that's but that's it's, another. But one. it's 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 a debatable topic when it comes to injuries because I mm-hmm. feel personally, like you can get injured doing anything. True. Um, you can walk outside, see how low that area is. I have a story about a bus head I waited for the week. <laughs> and now it's now that, playing sports. Right. right? That's, that's for the bloopers. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, for me, it's just about knowledge and understanding of the sport mm-hmm. to introduce it. Um, who want to play it would, would play it. But when I went to university and I saw how the kids are playing, and I used to play flag football, mm-hmm. and... The coach came up to me. He was like, yeah, I think you should play American football. So I was like, I imagine me calling home, telling my mother, I, I made the American football team. She ain't going to have that, right? <laughs> but, but playing it, the rush that you get from it and, and, and the excitement and thing, it was, it, was, it was crazy. And then when you look at 
the people who plays American football, they don't play for a long period. No, but during that, during that short period, they, they make a pretty good living for themselves. It's very and yeah. right now, right now in Angola, like we, as Glennie was said, um, the ideology that the whole mindset of parents starting to shift a little bit, but we needed to shift more because we find that Parents are caught up with, oh, my son get 15 subjects and 20 subjects, and that's what makes them yes. happy. Yes, and most of the time, those kids with the 15 subjects are not even outside playing sports. Yeah. But a lot of the times, so you, you could have 15 subjects, uh-huh. apply to university, and I always ask you what you did for your extracurricular activities. Um, every last one. But here's that the thing. Happen. Here's the thing. You think you're going to run down the road where the Honorable Minister Deanne Kentish Rogers came and alluded to him, we'll come back and talk about just how we revamp education today. You lie, that ain't happening now. <laughs> no, <laughs> because, I'm not saying that. No, I'm say, just saying that if we get into that, we ain't going to have an hour-long show because we have some strong positions on education mm-hmm. and where we need to be going and you touched right laser point on the head right there. Right. Like, for too long, we've made it about the CXC subjects and that's it. And then what else? Like, I know excellent athletes. I know children who are exceptional with their hands, super creative. Mm-hmm. The most, like, you don't see, and I'm not being, um, I'm not picking on any race or anything, mm-hmm. but you would see some Chinese kids, like, playing amazing piano and doing all kind of things. Mm-hmm. We have children that has this in them as well, mm-hmm. but we put a pencil or a pen in their hand and give them an exercise book, and we, we we literally just put them along that train mm-hmm. and there's nothing. I, I only talk about my children because that's what I know. Yeah. My, I, everybody I know my children, know my son, all my son want to do is sing. But for me, it's all about balance. It, it, that's that's it. it. That's it right mm-hmm. there. So, it's not just singing for me. He's in music and he does well in school. Mm-hmm. He's focused mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't say that he would not take up a career singing. He said he want to try the baseball. I think I hate basketball. He going to try everything that he want to try as long as with his, it's within reason because you don't know where your children want to go or what they want to but Stick up in. All the people that you know that have degrees, and I'm not, I'm not bashing degrees because I have one, obviously, mm-hmm. but athletes, when it comes to finance, when it comes to being... Quote unquote, which mm-hmm. make money, mm-hmm. straight, straight athletes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody that you know went to university and got this among the doctors. No, they making more money than money. Sports is the biggest, exactly. Sports yeah. is the biggest industry when it comes to making money in the world. But outside of that, how many people you know went after school, got their degree, and actually walked in their discipline? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, fun fact, don't tell nobody, right? Okay, then. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, minus in tourism. It's about... So, yo, one in three yeah. pursue their discipline. But, but I, I think it's also important that we recognize, and I, I think I like where you were going with that, Delano, is balance. Mm-hmm. And balance is important. Yeah. Because we are not here saying you give up one for the other. Mm-hmm. On either side of the, right. the, the, the argument... It is important that I wanted to ask a little bit more in terms of, and you spoke a little bit about grassroots movement and mm-hmm. grassroots sports. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, children um, don't have the opportunity to enter into sports when there is a financial barrier mm-hmm. into extracurricular activities, and mm-hmm. you know, 
Ivan, we've spoken about this. I haven't used my Tom in a little while. Dollars in, dollar in. Right? We, 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 know, we know where we are at. And right now, our dollars aren't dollaring. Uh-huh. And so it's it's becoming even more difficult for parents to stretch that, that dollar. But we want to get our kids involved in sports. What do we have in terms of grassroots free sporting programs that children can get involved in? Most of our programs that we have right now, grassroots states, are free. Okay. Um, Tell me a bit the about most, that. The most, the most we do sometimes, like the, the, the highest you would end up paying as a parent for any activity that we have is I think it's $70. And that comes with two weeks of our sports, and that's what's happening next week, actually. We okay. have a summer camp. We have, we have basketball, volleyball, netball, all sports intertwined with each other, and it's 70 EC. So, yeah. hold on. Parents, this is not a daycare, but you could <laughs> you could get your children to run around the sun and tie out themselves for two weeks for $70. Low, low introductory rate of $70. Yeah. <laughs> Free advertising. Free advertising. But, so but tell is, us some yeah, more so about t- Right, so this is, this is a sports summer camp. This is a sports summer camp. Um, kids ages 8 to 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're going to host it at the auditorium, so the kids won't be out in the sun. Perfect. But we, but we, Parents, <laughs> the kids won't be out in the sun. But they'll be tired. But they'll be tired. <laughs> guaranteed. guaranteed. And I know that's what parents want to hear. Like they'll be tired, so when they get home, they crash. Uh, we have refreshments and everything for the camp. Um, Coach Ian Tucker. Everybody know Tucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the, the lead person for that camp. Uh-huh. And it's going to be a good two-week camp. It's going to be a good two-weeks camp. How can, how Any can, concerns how can, about COVID? Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, not at the moment, no. Okay. okay. Um, we can't. We can't just keep living thinking about COVID. Thank you for saying that. Um, kids gotta get out and play. Of course, kids. They, kids need to play. They yeah. need to play, and yeah. they, and and if they're playing more and if they're getting active and their immune system build up, then um, and that's so. the thing, and that's why we've been trying to make a big push on when it comes to activities because every year we spend more and more money on non-communicable diseases and diabetes and blood pressure and these things and I just feel like it's a lack of movement and and instead of spending all that money having to send people out however we need to spend more money on sporting activities whereas if we do this then this won't happen but I feel like we do this and we don't we ignore this and then we have a big problem on hand so we, I just think we need to increase our movement, get people active, get in the communities, and that's why we've really been setting up to do for this. Okay, I, I know the same for your community, you're going to need a bike. I, actually, I just, I just want to back up a little bit uh-huh. because we didn't, we didn't get to how can parents sign their children up for this camp? At the department, we have farms at the department. Um, it's not too late. And even if the camp starts, the camp is starting on Monday. Even if you come on Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll still, we take, we'll still take you. Great. All right. All right. So parents, bring your children out. The camp starts on Monday, but if you bring them on Tuesday, that's acceptable. You can get the farms at the department. The farms online anywhere? Uh, they're not. But so if I could, that's two minutes to get IT. Yeah. They just train yeah, them. That's not a problem. It's not a problem. Like, perfect. Mm-hmm. So let me get back to what I want to talk about. Now, you went into this communicable diseases mm-hmm. stuff, and you mm-hmm. talk about us being active mm-hmm. and those type of things. In your sporting programs, any part of it is devoted to nutrition? Well, the the Move Your Body campaign that we were running last that's year, like we, had, we had areas that we had all, all different... Um, people involved. We had a health team, we uh-huh. had sports team, we had different teams that, that it was a holistic approach because okay. you can move as much as you want. If a diet is, is not good, then we still have a problem. Right. So we need to work on all, on all, 
So, so you're going to advocate for Glen Eva and I to have um, um, the pizza stop selling outside the schools and the, and the sugary drinks? Because that's all I see. If I'm going to advocate? Yeah. You guys advocate, I'll be behind you. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm a firm believer of outside of the school, uh-huh. we should push more for healthier that's, that's all. That's all I'm but, saying. But you, even you know, and this has been something that I have been very vocal about uh-huh. for years and years and years. years and <laughs> I, I, you know this from my that's my, my time as as, as um, Sean, you know, just <laughs> um, and the PTA. And uh-huh. I know it's not a popular thought with vendors outside of the school, uh-huh. but at some point we have to make a conscious decision to put the health of our children first. Yes. And so I have been a huge, huge proponent of having in-school feeding programs mm-hmm. where our children can have at least one healthy, nutritious meal in the day. One. At least one. And so that is that is something that I have... Felt strongly about um, for quite some time. I know a number, and Delano, I'm sorry because I know we are speaking about sports, mm. and we are going to have to have the minister back on yeah. this show. Um, Pretty soon, I think there's actually an announcement with that is concerned. Oh, yeah. okay. See, there are things that that are happening. Things that are happening. But with the with the new builds and the new schools that are there, it, it would be unfortunate if mm. those spaces weren't created. But know that, you see, this is how we like to segue. <laughs> new build, new schools, sporting facilities at some of these schools. What is there? What are we working on? Sporting facilities? Yeah, at the schools. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw some pictures with, I think it was Mars Vanterpool. They have a basketball court, tennis court. Is that, is that right? Yeah, is that, that has been there even before the school was built. Okay. Um, my gripe about this now, where... Now you send me down the road now. Okay. No, 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 these these so, are these are open and so, honest conversations yes, that so, we have. So the new schools that were built, the auditorium. Before these schools were built, we had a we had conversations about the size of the auditoriums and why not make it four feet wider, four feet longer. That would be the, the right size to have a, a full indoor basketball court, follow ball, whatever, because I feel like if you're building something new, at this day and age, our kids should not have to go outside to play basketball or volleyball in the hot sun. We should be able to have a gym. Should, each school should have a gym that if you have a basketball tournament, you can have home and away games. Teams from the Valley can come and play in a gym, indoor facility. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because we don't have no indoor facilities on the island as we speak. Mm-hmm. Some Martin have two, three right next door, everywhere else have. So, for me, that was a perfect opportunity to have one, two, three, four indoor facilities. And just because of that, it was done. It's the same size. And four it's feet. Four, it's about either four or four or six feet longer and four feet wider. That's how we need it. You know, he does just array my gears. <laughs> so failure to plan. Failure to plan. But we had a discussion. So that so um, for me that was that was the craziest that was the craziest thing. So ever. so okay, we hear the minister for blowing point, um the Minister for Blowing Point. Minister from Road South talking about a facility <laughs> that's happening in Blowing Point, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to take that road? And I understand, I appreciate it, but I'm now piggybacking on what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. bro, we had the concrete, the blocks are manufactured here. 
you're trying to tell me that we couldn't look somewhere and see where we could have cut our, our change the style of the garment to make the dress a little better, if you're going to use that analogy, mm -hmm. to secure four indoor facilities. Uh, that was a perfect opportunity. We can end there and be upset again, all over again. But, yeah. but I could understand the frustration because games are cancelled, the children are in the sun, there's no time for... You know what you could do practicing after hours, uh, in the heat of the day... And, and the purpose of the auditorium would not have been compromised. No, because you're pulled back out. But, but all the facilities in the States, Chase Center, the garden, wherever, there are shows and concerts, multi-purpose facilities. When the auditorium, when the Rodney McCarthy auditorium was built, uh -huh. it was built with a mindset that sports was going to be using it or whatever the case is, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, sports had contributed towards the flowing of it or whatever the case is. Now... If you look at the design of the auditorium, where the bathrooms are on the inside, like for the life of me, I don't know why they did that. Because mm -hmm. the bathroom should have been on the outside. Just imagine the bathrooms on the outside, how much more space you would have had. Yeah. Right? So, four, five years ago, the Leeward Island was supposed to have a basketball tournament in St. Martin. Mm -hmm. St. Martin pulled out last minute, so they had nowhere to go. Me, Lisa, Jason, and a few others, Colin, a few others, Tiny, Roxana. We decided, you know what, well, we can't host it. But mm -hmm. then we, everybody was like, well, we ain't going to put it. You can't play it out outdoors. We said, man, you can transform the campus B auditorium. You put the floor in from the volleyball, from the Sunday court, yeah. take it up, put it in the auditorium. Boom, had a few seating. Of course, it's still narrow on the sides. Yeah. Yeah, bro, we had that tournament. That was probably one of the best Leeward Island tournaments it ever had yeah. because it was organized and everything. Just the only problem we had, we couldn't have too much people on the inside because you just didn't have the space. So you can have the tournament, but you can't have the spectators. Yeah, it's too tight. The, 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 base, the, the, the court is here and, the, and, the, and the, the wall is like right here. It's tight. Yeah. So we had to put seatings like up on top. Yeah, yeah seatings on one side and that kind of thing. So, 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 I don't know if you've noticed, but everybody we've had on this show, um, we've been plugging for some commitments. Mm -hmm. So would you be satisfied if we, through this medium, mm -hmm. and I say we collectively mm -hmm. here, because you, I, and I, <laughs> that's the man. Yeah. <laughs> if we make a plug, would we be satisfied with one solid state-of-the-art indoor facility. When I say, I, I love the one in Tartola. Mm -hmm. The multi-purpose the, the multi Yeah, I think that one and, is actually... And again, great. it is a multi-purpose. They hold, I can tell you, there were times where they were holding House of Assembly in that building. Yeah. They host their, their carnival pageant shows in that building. They host their sporting um, yeah. <laughs> events. I tell you what, when we talk indoor, people think you got to have fully this bunch of concrete and all these other no. things, right? I went to Boston. Boston have, like, a, st a massive steel frame building. Uh -huh. And in that building, they play baseball, as in the netting, yeah. like the indoor, basketball, volleyball, everything. So here's my thing. Stop right there, because I can say what I want and mean what I say and say what I want and mean. I like some water on that. So we have the expertise. We have the talent. We have the drive. Uh -huh. All you need is the support because you have the vision. I'm hearing mm -hmm. the vision. Mm -hmm. We have all this vast land in Anguilla. Mm -hmm. Government have land. Nobody is saying, if the argument comes up, though, it needs to be here, it needs to be there, I will tell everybody, squash that right here. What happens is we need it. We need it and we need parking because you can get anywhere in Anguilla in 15 minutes unless you're driving behind some people, right? <laughs> so can we identify a space? 
can we identify a space? I'm putting the minister for sports. Um, I'm putting the minister for infrastructure. I'm putting our premier. I'm putting the, the team in finance. And notice right now that we are saying that we desire a space. Let's start with the land. Let government say, I firmly believe, build it and they'll come. Mm-hmm. Let government say, this land is earmarked. We ain't touching the, 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 the failed project in the valley there, mm-hmm. behind the valley school. Leave that alone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear nothing about it. I don't want to know nothing about why the blacks fall along. Leave that alone. I don't want that conversation at all. Don't touch leave it. That alone, yeah. Leave that alone. We want a space. But brand no, new space. No. <laughs> we want, nope, stop right there. We want, a, let's start with a piece of land. We have X amount of architects around here. Which one of the architects around here would... I'm not saying to do it for free, but give us a base sketch. Give us a base design, a rendering, and let's try to source the funds for it. Because, listen, in all honesty, you are right. It doesn't need to be a concrete building, a steel frame building that can solve multiple purposes. I got got drawings of uh, almost a hundred different ideas. Yeah? So what are we going to do? What are we going to (laughs) do? No, this is how... No, I'm serious. And a lot of times we speak about... We speak about sports tourism. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What are we doing to encourage sports tourism? Uh, you know you're going to get we, this one we, you started. We, <laughs> we, we, okay, the volleyball team just left. Uh-huh. Why the tournament ain't hosted here? Can't host it. This is a problem. So every time we got to take part in a tournament, we have to travel. We have to travel. So we don't, we don't spend money and we don't bring nothing. We need to bring it. We need to do the reverse. So why why cricket don't happen here anymore? Why none of the T20 matches are there? Now you're heading into dangerous territory. <laughs> I don't mind. So, I, could, so, I could dog paddle. So, so, uh, <laughs> so the thing about cricket is, um, and I'm trying to look into that right now, uh-huh. we don't have a player's pavilion ever since Hurricane Omo. If you realize, the player's pavilion has, was demolished. I, I understand. Can't have teams here training if you don't have a player's pavilion. Leeward Island, uh, they had it was a little small little discussion about franchise possibly moving uh, to Angola or whatever. And the key requirement, players' pavilion. Players like locker room, dressing rooms. Listen, we don't have that, we can't, we can't do that. Listen, but our problems are easily fixed. Our problems are easily fixed. Uh-huh. But again, in comes this term. We need financial resources. And and we must be cognizant of the fact that if our dollars ain't dollaring, somebody else's dollars ain't dollaring either. But, but there's but, a lot of funding and grants for sports. And not only that too. We need everybody to put their hand up and say, I want to contribute. I, I, it, don't, it don't have to be, I got to put... It don't have to be. It don't have to be. You see, right? Once Ivan put my hand up, that means that he contributed yeah. for us. <laughs> it don't have to be. It don't have to be. Uh, I gotta go and write a check of a hundred thousand no. dollars. Mm-hmm. If you have a construction company and you say, you know what, I'm committed to doing forty feet of wall. I can send my men to do forty feet of wall. If you have a, a company selling steel or blocks or whatever, you can contribute two pallets of blocks. And we can get our local people involved to want to who passionate about seeing sports develop and, and get these facilities done, and it won't cost us anything. But you know, you know, you said something here, and I ain't going into the GST debate. But as it's an evolving tax, when people do those things in the states, they get tax write-offs. Maybe that's something for finance to consider with the way those contributions are concerned. I find you opening a whole bunch of arms. Um, I tell you, go fishing. I go fishing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you catch mahi, you catch people, yes, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But honestly, we're going to cook. Yeah, we're going to cook everything. Very good. Because 
No, we got to start thinking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. You've been after school. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say, and everybody know this is this is my mantra. Relationship is the currency of business. Mm-hmm. I know you could pick up the phone mm-hmm. and call anybody that you went to school with around the region that in sports, mm-hmm. and you can get quality conversation, of course, of course. quality input, quality connection, whatever to get this done. I've everybody. I like listen. You talk about about you. You don't have a chiropractor or whatever the case is to work with. Dr. Jerry Smith, mm-hmm. somebody that I've known from, from most of my college life. Now, I did everything for, with, with, with Dr. Smith, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, Dr. Smith is a man. He wouldn't change the paint on his walls unless he asked me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay, I even want to think about this. Yeah. But he travels with the BVI team. Yeah. He wanted to open a facility here, you know. Yeah. He was like, but why not? We all in British overseas territories. Yes. So, no, I can put you on and say, listen, yeah, if you got at least traveling, let me let Dr. Smith talk to you. And, and what, what we got right now is Dr. Knox is actually fitting in that position. Right okay. He, he's been seeing the athletes for the past three months in my office because you need space. Um, Tuesday, Thursdays, realignment, stretches, hamstring, whatever the athletes, because they're training vigorously leading up to these games. Bro. And he's doing which, that, games, which games are these? Commonwealth Games coming up. And he was doing that for Caribbean Games. He was doing that for Carifter as well, right? And he's actually going to be traveling with the team this year. First time we're going to have our own access to. Okay, that's 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 perfect. But yeah. but here's why it is though, it's relationship which is the currency of business that's, that's again. That's why it is. But but let's let's extend those relationships. What I heard you saying before, mm-hmm. I love that idea mm-hmm. about like we don't have to ask every business for money. Mm-hmm. Time is equally important. Yes. Resource in terms of material labor is equally important. You, you see the wall, what am I going to Yeah. You see a couple of areas bust out, comes in hurricane and steel, this and that, yeah. whatever. Um, that's something that I would like to get started out. But when that's what I was talking about when I said about 50 feet of wall. Mm-hmm. One company might do 50 feet, another person might do 30 feet or whatever. Brick by brick, we can be allowed to album. Brick by brick, I love that. The Jamaicans are say every. Every little make up muckle, like every little bit, yeah, gonna, yeah, it's yeah, gonna get done. So let's go back to our facility before we do anything else. Because okay. we're going back to, to the facility because I I I be, I'm a creative being. I understand the power of words. Mm-hmm. So we are saying to the powers that be, we want the land earmarked before the end of the year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, be, be ambitious. Yeah, we want the land earmarked before the end of the year. Government have land. We don't care where it is. You have a hundred plus potential drawings. Mm. So from that, you can tell them, listen here, this is a way to start. Break it down to 25 that would fit for purpose. Mm. Right? Then we, within the next six months, we get proper drawings drawn. Mm-hmm. I've seen people buy a brick campaigns, buy a block campaign, and... There's so many people that come here for vacation and would support something I'm like that. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I don't understand for life of me. Like, I would drive to get to get sporting stuff done. I don't think we do it enough. I don't think we do it enough. I think that we miss we miss the bus on a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. But the bus won't come back, bro. I don't think the bus going straight. The bus okay. got to come around a circle. So, so in while it's coming around, we don't stand mm-hmm. in the way, we continue to walk where we need to go. Yeah. Right. Okay. Of course. I, I because if you don't start, if somebody don't see you start... Yeah. Nobody can help you. Yeah, if I see and, somebody with the and, same bus, that way, you, you wait on somebody. And if you me. go to somebody and say, I need $20 million to build a facility, the person might only have 2000 But in his mind, he's saying, but you need $20 million, I give you 2000 They have to drop the bucket, they ain't going to go to, to use for nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you hit it in stages and you say, okay, 
the first part we need it cleared, it can cost us half a thousand. That person could say, "Bye, if I give five thousand, that's that's good. That good little, mm-hmm. that good little start." Yeah. yeah. But if you go to somebody with the whole thing and say, "Okay, we trying to build this facility. Like, we ain't got no start. We ain't know how we get nothing. We ain't clear off nothing. You need to start." You yeah, to start. I, I agree. Get so, the land, put on the foundation. Okay. So this uh-huh. boss uh-huh. coming wrong. Come back wrong again. Uh-huh. Because I realize <laughs> this is barbershop talk. <laughs> But I'm going to insult myself in here and uh-huh. pretend that I can't go yeah, wax yeah, my eyebrows. Mm. <laughs> here I say wax because mm, yeah, that's, that's, that's why I don't come to the And I appreciate shop. you not coming to the bar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different talk. But we started a little bit and we're talking about the Commonwealth Games. Uh-huh. Commonwealth Games are coming up when? 27th of July to the 8th of August. And we have athletes going we where? Have, we have 12 athletes. 12 athletes. Where are the Commonwealth Games being held? Uh, Birmingham. In the UK. Okay. Okay. And so we have 12 athletes that are mm-hmm. heading to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They are going to be accompanied, I, I heard you say, by a chiropractor for the first time, Dr. Mm-hmm. Knox. Mm-hmm. And who else Who else will be accompanying them? Uh, Chef the Mission, Cardigan Connor. Okay. Uh, Rollins Richardson is going to be there as well. Uh, and Miss Deanne Kentish Rogers, she's going to also be there. So we have a we have a solid What's team chef of the mission yeah he's in charge of the team getting the uniforms and all that making sure that everything is in place before the team comes and stuff like that and that person is Cardigan kind of okay. he's been doing that for the Forever. past yeah. yeah okay he's been doing a really good job at it as well too so okay good. so we have a good and solid team that's yeah. what sports we're competing in uh, we have two boxers oh uh, Colin Richardson and Jaffet uh-huh. um, they actually boxed for the first time the last time I went in Australia uh, for, for us, it was just, lad, we hope they survive. Because leading up to that Commonwealth Games, we had no ring. Yeah. So these guys, first time actually fighting in a ring was at Commonwealth Games. They went to Trinidad for their training, maybe for three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they went to to fight. And when you hear the, the names calling for who they are fighting and how much fa- fights they are in the fight, yeah. it's like 150 fights. And then you look at, oh, guy, he never had a fight. Uh-huh. You know? So it was just about survival. Survive the first round. He was uh-huh. like, "Wow, he survived the first round." And then you look, his second round, he's still there. You thinking, "Hey, shit, we can win this." Thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the showing, the showing that, the showing that he had. Everybody was talking about it. Like, okay. it was, it was so you know what was, was actually, you know what was actually cool. Um, the boxing thing that Shez did a couple of years. Yeah, ago. it was. That was really cool. That was really yeah. cool. It introduced the sport on another level. I know James. What's James' last name? Carter. James Carter. Carter. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I know he's he's big on it. And I, let me put a plug here because James needs a space as well. Government, we have some building space there. Let's see what we can do there. Yeah, we have a we have a ring in the, in the, in the, uh, Tomac. Tomac. Yeah, but it's not ideally what we need because we still don't have, we don't have like a bathroom facility. But that's the only space that was available at the time, and that was the most economical because our department we paid the monthly the monthly rental for that spot. Okay. But we, there's no other spot that we could have found within our range listen, of budget. That listen, we could have. You know, it had a famous politician, farmer, chief minister, and I think I can call his name, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Osborne Fleming. Mm-hmm. I was told we can, this weekend, just conversation with people that mm-hmm. Mr. Fleming used to just drive around and see what's going on. 
we need to drive around and see what's going on and see what space is available because everybody thinks that everything just needs to be concentrated in one okay. area yeah. and that, that doesn't That's what I'm saying. So even with that same indoor facility that we're looking to do, we Me, could put drive around. We could put everything in there, bro. Everything. One stop drop. This we could have concerts. We had a we had a um a drawing for the redevelopment of the Van Webster Park. I don't know if you saw it. No, say it to me. I like to get things but, out here. But. You, you, you jump on the bus, and the bus coming around, and that's where I was going. So let's go. We, we here. Uh-huh. So let's go with that one, and then we can come back there. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah, so we had a drawing uh, uh, about redeveloping the Van Webster Park. For us, that park is everything. That's how we know. That's how my parents know. That's how uh-huh. your parents that's how That's how we know. Um, but the idea behind of it was that we're going to make it like an attraction type thing where it's not just about sports. It's about we can have businesses, have the shops set up. And there you can have like sports shops that open throughout the day. And instead of having the food stalls just lined up by the side of the road in front of the clinic, you build proper stalls that everything looks uniform and they themselves will pay like a rent, rental fee for the space. So then everything clean, everything looks uniform. Um, we have seating where you can reach out to different hotels, they can have a, they can pay an annual fee for a VIP slot that we have any functions, their staff or whoever can go and watch the game. And then that whole center could have been transformed into a cultural center. You could have your clean show, your pageants, because now you got sitting all around. So, so that, that I, I ain't cutting you off, like I tell you. Um, so it's a strange thing I can't explain, but people who know me know me. Mm-hmm. When you speak, I see things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why we don't just push down the rest of the Albina Lakehouse Comprehensive School old site, right? <laughs> this is this is so we know we know what's going on with yeah. the track talk uh, and the cricket uh, field. Uh, yeah. Right, hold on, mm-hmm. come right here. Let me right here. Let's go ahead. This is the, we, people can't see our table, yeah. but that's a vast, excellent piece of space of right course. here. Sing right? to the choir. Singing to the choir. Yeah. We don't got FIFA and football doing what they have to do mm-hmm. on the side there. Mm-hmm. We can fix cricket right there. I think we can have an indoor facility big enough in that space that can house a track as well. Yeah. Why, why is, we ain't doing the this? Space is, is, the space is enough. So how, what does it take for us to push down the buildings? But recognize and see. No, no, we're going back to pushing yes, down the buildings. But, we, but before we can push down the buildings, we have to... Because I... I Bulldozer, what else? <laughs> I now understand. Why, I now understand what it's like when we have another um, woman in the room because today I am completely overpowered. But I, I do know that there's still some buildings at the the Albina Lake Hodge Comprehensive School um, site mm-hmm. that are still being utilized for the technical and vocational mm-hmm. aspects because those that phase of the new project mm-hmm. have not commenced as mm-hmm. yet so we, we, are, we are still a little ways off before mm-hmm. we can we can get there but I can see Ivan's wheels turning and not listening to anything mm-hmm. I say but we're gonna have to have these conversations <laughs> Push it and, and in our in our more I don't want to say no more but in our the yeah, library is there. Uh, Wait, the library is there next door. Upstairs, the library you can transform to a sports museum. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you, have, you have the health center right across the room. So uh-huh. right there. You're right there. It's half done right in the back. Perfect so, location. Perfect location. Good. Bulldozer. So I need this sound bulldozer. like this sound like we are gonna have part two <laughs> with the minister because the minister is gonna tell us how she's balancing the educational needs versus the the, the sports needs, and we're gonna come with a complete plan. But I like where we're going and the enthusiasm because I think that is what we are saying that has been needed. Mm-hmm. 
And so I love the enthusiasm that we're seeing and having persons be passionate. And I think that is one of the things that you bring to the job, Delano. Your knowledge and your passion for sports and to see Angola develop sports in a very meaningful way. Mm. We spoke and I, I know Ivan kind of go rush through it a little bit. But where are we with the discussion on the use of the James Webster Webster Park for that um, track and field facility as opposed to a cricket grounds? I know that there was a pin stuck in that conversation that should have continued and happened. Is that something that you can talk about? Is that something you can tell us about? Or is that something you prefer to leave? Um, there was a... Ah. Yeah, everybody know about the, the back and forth discussions where cricket felt like they don't want to move. Uh, we felt like some people felt like this was the only opportunity we have to get funding for a track. And to be honest, I I was basically in the middle of it because I need to be chipping now. You know, <laughs> you know my passion for cricket, mm-hmm. but I also have a passion for development. Mm-hmm. So it was it was it was kind of tough for me to even chime in on most of the conversations. Um, but I just I was of the firm belief that if we if we're getting funding for a track, we need to create that environment for a track, yeah. as opposed to having to try to move cricket to find a new location for cricket. Because then I I just thought that it would have cost the government more money that way than if we had just got the money for the track and build a track. Mm-hmm. But the stipulations that the minister was faced with in terms of saying that it was supposed to be on a on a on a uh, pre-existing. Space uh, that she was faced with that, so she was just trying to say, "Okay, yo, we really need a track." Yeah. As opposed to thinking, "Yo, we just want to move cricket." It was no. never about just trying to move cricket; it was just about trying to seize an opportunity. So, and that was so I, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not being facetious. Mm-hmm. I'm not being anti-cricket. Mm-hmm. I understand the history of the grounds, mm-hmm. but my thing is, I don't think we have explored what it is for cricket Angola Dorian, you know. The mm-hmm. matches ain't going to rain out. Mm-hmm. Angola has all these hotel spaces and everything. Why don't we develop a proper cricket grounds where we can host international we needed, we needed matches here? Lights and everything. Lights and everything. And we have the land space, we, we everything needed. pretty much close to we being needed. flat. Let's stop looking at putting everything in the valley other than our sports center because we're going to push down the, the high school. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, like, like, why can't we? And I'm not, I, I know the cricket pause and come after me. You guys can come, let's have a conversation. But don't you want a world-class facility? You know, I want to see new bleachers. I want to see the Landville Harrogate stand. I want to see the Ron Rogers mm-hmm. corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Omari Banks bleachers. Mm-hmm. I want to see the, the Jama Hamilton um Give, his his place there too, whatever is on the grounds. You know, mm-hmm. I want I want to hear the commentators that talking. I want to hear the commentators talking, and it's down long leg and right over so, by the Shaka Hodge. I'll, uh, I'll send you. I'll send you that drawing, and I can put it out and there. I know when I send you that drawing, I can put it out there. I tell you, I can I put it out there. I ain't come back to progress report because I know if I send you that drawing. <laughs> Don't call me back here, because I think I'll be <laughs> Send me that drawing today. Send me that drawing today. I'm not even putting it on government's page where nobody could go on again. I want to put it out there so people can... People need to start to see what's possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're struggling with as an island, as a country, as a community. 
not everybody sees what's possible. And there's there's this growing divide we have to meet in the gap because the young people, you notice the, 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 the conversation around development is staunchly <clears throat> different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a set that say, don't change Anguilla. You have a set that say, but ah, you don't go nowhere. <laughs> Anguilla need to change. And they're pulling in different directions. But somebody needs to start to walk about face. Let's have mm-hmm. that conversation. Mm-hmm. This, is what, this is what Progress Support is about, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. We we don't envision us having a program where we're just going and attacking this, attacking that. Let's have the conversation and put it out there. Yeah, that's why you need mm-hmm. to have conversation. Mm-hmm. We need different. to have the conversation yeah. because you are telling me. No, I had no idea that this drawing was done, you know. Yeah. You are telling me that we have a drawing already, but we are we are a step ahead. Yeah. We have at least vision and a thought, and yeah. most people don't have that. Yeah, it was a situation where the whole... The whole entrance was changed to the roadside now. So when you come around the roundabout, you got a grand entrance right there instead of coming to send the me, listen, around. Listen, listen, if you see the drying, it's a real good Send me the drying today. Uh, you're not going to ring off your phone if you don't send, send it. That's one I leave for me. I'm going to put that out there and say, I'm going to post on my wall and say thoughts. Mm. And I hope I don't get in trouble and be fired this afternoon. But if so be, <laughs> and the conversation, yeah. because we need the conversation mm. to happen, bro, mm. like on a serious note, Again, we're going to go back to it. The future is at stake. We have children that aren't progressing academically because they don't have that sports component. Because sports opens up so much if we're being honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, if, and, if, and to be honest, we'll be doing a lot of kids a disservice because some kids, all they have to brag about is their athletic ability. Yeah. So if we don't harness that, we don't take care of that, then they feel like their existence is not, you know what I mean? Bro. Uh, before we, mm-hmm. we touch something again, why don't you just do this to me? Because I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at the time, Ivan, and, I, and I, I, I want you Give to me be one minute cognizant more. of the time. I will be cognizant of the time. Because there's something I want to get okay, to. Okay, I, I can just so take right. one more minute. You know I just shut my mouth when the time is shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can take one more minute and I can ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Because as far back as I can go, mm-hmm. I can call some names right now. You, you immediately could tell me what they were good at. Grayson. Everything. Everything. Football, basketball. But he had a football, football talent. Marquis. Could have run, could have ride bike, and he was very good at football as well. Chris Pradell. Cyclist. Hmm. Omari Banks. Cricket. And I, I touched this story before. People, when Omari was playing cricket in school, primary school, Omari was the pace bowler that when you see them long legs take off, from the opposite side, your heart beating, you know? Like I, and then made it to the West Indies. And then made the West Indies. As a spin. Okay, as a spin bowler. <laughs> yes, so I, I, wanted, I wanted to touch that part. Uh-huh. I wanted to touch that part because this is where I'm going with this. Let me call another name. Um, Astor Niles. Football again. Mm-hmm. Master footballer. Mastermind. An excellent player. These guys had the acumen before I knew what acumen was. You understand? I'll but, tell you what. The opportunities that's in football right now, if they had those that. names that he called us now, mm-hmm. we'd have been looking, we'd have been have to pay to get them to come to back. Come back yeah. I'm telling you, so we'd they would have those guys at ESPN easily. So, we, so you're saying that we don't want to be in a position 20 years from now, we'll saying, looking saying, back and exactly. saying the same thing about exactly because there was this Connor guy from Stoner Ground School that played. In the tournament, I think when Stone Ground won two years ago, the, the NCBA um, primary school football tournament, mm-hmm. I watched this young man play, right? And I went over to him. That's Diane Fisher, their view. I, yeah. I hold him. I said, listen here, all I want you to do is check your energy and emotions on the field. You yeah. don't clear. Yeah. I, I hold him yeah. up. Yeah. The boy is that 
far been advanced. Been playing for since he kneeling cover grass up off. But no, you could see it. Mm-hmm. Like he commands yeah. the entire yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. He has. He reads the game extremely yeah, well. And I just don't watch sports to see who gonna score. I watch how he plays make himself. Game, yeah. I watch him make up of yeah, the game. And I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, if this guy is given an opportunity. Yep. He's going to do what Grayson didn't do, what Aston didn't do, because they weren't given the opportunity. Yep. So how much longer are we going to hold our kids back on the account of them not having an opportunity? Mm-hmm. At some point, at some point, we got to stop mortgaging the future just because we want to hold on to the past. Mm-hmm. At some point, we have to stop. Uh, and I say what? I'll say the next thing, too. Like, even with our national team right now, football team, those guys are making strides. Mm-hmm. We might we might not have won as much as people want us to win, mm-hmm. but I don't look at end scores. I look mm-hmm. at ball positions. You look at how much time. You know different little things. Yes, and the team itself is a is a lot fitter than it ever been, and it shows. And for us to really compete against bigger islands, because team sports, believe it or not, don't care what nobody says, strength in numbers, mm-hmm. and. When you like have, when you have people, when you have idea. people, when you have people who play in Angola, they just stay here and just play with a team and just stay here. You can only get that good. You can only yeah. get that much better. Mm-hmm. So we gotta start paying attention to kids who thirteen, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and try to get them after high schools in the U.S. and different places. And then when you wanna have a, a national team, you bring a team together because if you got three good players. And the others ain't up to that level. The team's gonna break down. You Bro, can't, you can't I, 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 give the last four minutes. <laughs> but you you touched on something. You touched on giving them the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Jamal Willock right now is playing for one of the top schools mm-hmm. in Spain and being and being quoted by a school above them. Yep. To like come over, like yep. they're talking, they're talking the possibility, and I hope I can say this, Jerome. They're talking the possibility of full ride scholarship and stuff. Yeah. But his dad took the chance to give him a, uh, an I, opportunity. I was, I, I was about to say though, but opportunity sometimes comes sacrifice. Again, that's and, what it is, and we have to be willing to give that sacrifice right. for our children to have those opportunities. And what does that sacrifice look like? Michelle did the same thing for Michael. Some, sometimes you, ha- sometimes, you sometimes it requires, sometimes mm-hmm. it requires moving. You gotta get out because and if you're I, here, I, I, if I am, I'm gonna tell you. I have. If you look at my yeah, side, I have goosebumps, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> like you literally have. Goosebumps. No, I'll t- I'll tell you why because and and not to take away from anyone else because I know that there are some Angolans out there who are into gymnastics, uh-huh. but they've had to move. And my niece, she has that raw talent, uh-huh. that raw. Acrobatic talent. Mm-hmm. But how do you say I need to uproot my family? And I know that as something that has mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. weighing on because you are asking persons, and sometimes that sacrifice is sometimes too great. Yeah. And and I, I think when we speak about opportunities, we also have to remember the sacrifice that we are we are making. Uh, you gotta you gotta make that sacrifice and some parents because of they might be the only child, whatever situation it is, don't wanna let go. But if you stay here until you're eighteen, nineteen, that same bus that you say coming around, that is the bus that's that keep going straight. Yep. And we missed we missed the bus. So that's why a lot of the time we started if we if you if we don't get players out and just bring them, because St. Kitts do it, Antigua do it. When you go and play against these teams, 
them people they ain't living in St. Kitts and no, Antigua. They're they in universities home. all over the place. They come mm-hmm. home, find the team, and that's why they're so good. In Angola, if we want to compete with any of those islands, it has to be sports that have a smaller team makeup. Beach volleyball, mm-hmm. uh, maybe three on three football. Because it's easier to find three good players than to find a full team of good players. Okay, I can say this. I can say this. This is, this is the last thing I'm going to ask. What's the department's position on having a Scouts Expo, let's call it that, that you know you can invite pay tickets, partner with a hotel, for three Scouts to come here and watch our football league or watch the, the, the kids' basketball league because they want to grab the talent all day. Can we look at something like that? Yes, yes, that's a given. That's what you have to do. Okay. Have to do it. I don't have I The basketball camp that we just have here... Um, which we having again this year. You can make that plug to the Joe, Joe Faroba camp. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been coming here for like 10 years. Um, he walks with his own coaches. They pay their own way down, have a camp here for a week. And those coaches come down with the intention of looking for that next Cardian. I would say the next Cardian because when Cardian was 12, 11, 12 years old, mm-hmm. they came down, they looked at him, without him dribbling a basketball. They tell him to stand up and just do this. Wingspan mm-hmm. <laughs> at an 11 year old, the guy said, I want him back. Mm-hmm. And they had all kind of conversation with parents trying to get him to go like high school and, and, and mm-hmm. leave here, and it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Because of, oh, he's young, he, yeah. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Which you can understand as well, too. Anybody want to eat on comfort? Right. Eat your house, no more, anyhow. So they come down and they come in again, uh-huh. and, and that's, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to encourage, okay, if you come down, we want to bring some guys up for the summer program that you guys just have up there too. Mm-hmm. So we get a couple of our players to go up for like when they're having their, their, their program mm-hmm. and, and we go from there. Okay. But we need to have scouts. We got the quicker we get these people out here, the better, better for us. Mr. Mussington, um, before Glenniva gives any closing statements, because I have to hush as we can go out for another mm-hmm. half an hour. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure and we have to have you back. Um, hopefully by the time we are, we are back we have started enough conversation about what's really possible at that right. site yeah, yeah. I'm also thinking about a tech park but that's a different story mm-hmm. uh, we'll have somebody else to talk about that we have those conversations anybody with a bulldozer I don't have to know how to use it. I can borrow it. I don't think um, if I do it under the cover of dark, I might get arrested. Let's, let's <laughs> just push it down. Let's just, let's just push it thing, down. See the things Ivan has put out there? Yes, <laughs> no. Ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, I had nothing to do with this bulldozer story. <laughs> Temporary deafness. <laughs> Temporary deafness. But I'm saying, you know, I said all that to say, and I have a, I have a strange way sometimes of getting the point across. Mm-hmm. I'm saying sometimes that it's going to take a little more effort to push things out of the way. Mm-hmm. so we can actually clear a path to where we want to be. And that's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Ivan, you took my four minutes, so I'm not going to say what I have to say, uh-huh. except to say that when Delano comes back, and you are going to come back, we are going to continue the conversation. Uh-huh. I want us to then start to speak a little bit about sports, not just as a career and not just um, and what it can do. Uh-huh and for our health, and we spoke about a lot of that today. But I also want to speak about how sports can bring us together. And this, is, yeah, and this is going to follow on, because I know we want mm-hmm. to have the Commissioner of Police yeah. on sometime soon, and we can look at how sports can bridge that divide that exists right. within 
a lot of our young persons. Right. That's the biggest tool to use right now. And 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 they know. Um, Parliamentary Secretary, Mr. Merrick Richardson, he did touch on that okay. to say right yeah. Yeah, So, we so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue these conversations. It is never enough time. We look at the clock and yeah. we go, we are saying, we was, are well out of time, but it's never enough time uh, to have these I conversations. Saying, I was saying that I oh had a long time. <laughs> nah, I mean, long time. We didn't even touch everything. Long time, and he started talking. <laughs> <laughs> I look at time, and I'm like, wow, we've been here 62 minutes. Uh, yeah, 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 imagine that. So, on, on that note, this has been another excellent episode of Progress Report. Yes. It has been a great conversation, even though the fellas have dominated, even though they brought a little bit of barbershop talk into yeah, okay. Progress Report. We have enjoyed, I have enjoyed this conversation. I hope you have too. Thank you for joining us and we will be back next time. I can still see the bulldozer. Thank you for listening. Progress Report.